0: full disclaimer this episode was recorded before the news became official i repeat this episode was recorded before the news became official is there any chance that the devils can stop the six game win streak that the islanders are currently having right now and also espn and the nhl there's a sentence that i thought i'd never say with the exceptions of uh craig dance, but we have a lot to discuss in this episode it's a compelling one so buckle up Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers Trey Matthews and it's currently 1244 p.m. Eastern Time. March the 10th, 2021, at the time of this recording. And uh, the Devils have a game tonight against the New York Islanders after coming off a heartbreaking loss against the Washington Capitals in a 5 to 4 OT loss. So, if you hadn't checked out that episode, I basically gave you guys my full fledged opinion. And, guys, the reason why I wasn't as hard on the Devils as I would usually be in a loss like that is because, yes, they gave up five goals. And, yes, uh, the things could have gone better for them in order to get. The win because they were capable of doing so, but unfortunately, they flipped the switch a little too late. And unfortunately, the Capitals were just able to get the lone shot on goal in OT and it ultimately sealed the game for them. But the reason I wasn't as hard on them is because, guys, we still got a point out of it, okay? So, you know, I know an OT loss is not something uh, we really want, it's not really the point we need or, you know, like I said, want, but at the same time, we'll take any momentum we can get in order to move in the right direction. And you know, that that's why I wasn't as hard on them and I think the Devils played particularly well in that last game. So hopefully they just use that as momentum going into the Islanders matchup because I think the Islanders are on a six-game winning streak right now. So the Islanders are hot right now. And like I said, we just need any momentum, anything to hold our heads high about for the time being because the Islanders, like I said, they're surprising me. They're surprising a lot of people. And the Devils, we really need to be on our A game in order to beat them. Now, here's a question that you guys have been asking me a couple of times on my Twitter page you said Trey with all the Scott Wedgwood love you've been giving do you think Scott Wedgwood should be the starter for the New Jersey Devils don't worry guys this is not going to be an episode dedicated to Wedgwood for the third straight episode because you know I know you're tired of me uh just giving so much love to Scott Wedgwood when he let up five goals in the last game but here's what I just do think and I'm going to give you guys my overall opinion on how this affects not only just Scott Wedgwood but also the New Jersey Devils and just teams in general for any sports league so Scott Wedgwood I believe just gives us extra energy and like I said Mackenzie Blackwood has just been struggling recently so I, I'm not saying, like, you know, uh, make him the starter. I still believe that Blackwood should be the starter because Blackwood was fantastic at the beginning of the year, but obviously he's had a few slip-ups in recent uh, appearances. So I'm just saying put Wedgwood as a starter as sort of like a punishment for Blackwood so that way it can motivate him and just say, okay, yes, uh, I'm the future for the New Jersey Devils, but that doesn't mean I'm going to play every single game. So let that be fuel and motivation for Blackwood so he could get back onto the rink and just be the netminder and that Vesna caliber player that I know he can be so overall that's just my opinion on Scott Wedgwood I believe he just provides the energy that we need and he's also just a shake up in our lineup just to you know uh, see if we can just get that momentum going our way because like I said we're gonna have our work cut out against the New York Islanders who are on a six game win streak and we have to play them on uh, two occasions for this mini two game series so you know, there's that. And I, I know we're going to have to play the Islanders much more this season because, you know, we're only playing uh, Eastern teams. But at the same time, I just feel as though maybe Wedgwood should be getting the nod more often. Because if you guys remember in his first appearance for the New Jersey Devils this season... Uh, The specialty teams kind of let him down against the Islanders. And then in the second game of the year for him against the Islanders, once again, he was able to shut them out. So, you know, there's that. So why not throw another Bones Wedgwood's way? Pull another rabbit out of your hat and just say, let's give you the nod at starting NetMinder. So overall, he's just a spark plug. And that's what every team needs in order to just get out of the rut like the New Jersey Devils are in right now. And look at some of the surprises that have been happening for the New Jersey Devils that give us some sort of energy. So obviously, we see Jack Hughes' tremendous improvement in confidence, that, which uh, results in him putting up better production numbers. And then, you know, Paul Mary surprises us against the Boston Bruins for some whatever reason and then you know Blackwood was good at the beginning of the year Ty Smith is still in the running for the Calder Memorial Trophy of uh, in terms of East Division rookies so that's really a good thing to see that his name is still you know being tossed around there and Overall, the New Jersey Devils, same with Miles Wood. Miles Wood has been a little bit of a surprise because he's up there in goals for us. Like I said, I think Miles Wood would be a better regarded player if he wasn't so, how would I say it? Physical, to say the least, and maybe uh, didn't have such a bad plus and minus uh, because, you know, his career plus and minus is dreadful, but you know, overall, uh, Miles Wood has been surprising us this season. McLeod has three goals this year uh, after spending some time in the league and just trying to get uh, that first career goal after a couple of failed seasons. And overall, it's just been a lot of surprises for the New Jersey Devils. Remember when Quokanen had uh, three assists one game against the the Bruins, and uh, he scored a goal in the last game as well to help us with that tremendous comeback? Well, we were down 3-1 at the time, and then You know, uh, the Capitals scored another goal, and then we went on that miraculous run. But still, uh, if he hadn't gotten that goal, I'm sure the New Jersey Devils would have given up. So overall, every team needs a spark plug to get them going, and that's what the New Jersey Devils need to look for. We need to look for that spark plug because right now, guys, uh, I don't know if you see the projections of where we're going to finish, but according to Athletic, we have a 14% chance to finish dead last in the division, a 75% chance to finish second last, a 10% chance to finish sixth in the division, and only a 1% chance to finish fifth in the division, and to give you guys some reference, only the top four teams from each division will be going to the playoffs, so if we finish fifth in the division, we miss the playoffs still, and uh, positions one through four, they give us a 0% chance to do so, so I believe the New Jersey Devils, we've officially hit rock bottom, and we need any spark plug that we need in order to just regain some confidence, because it goes without saying, uh, the Athletic also projects us to do this in the playoffs, nothing, because they give us a zero percent chance to make the playoffs obviously so zero percent chance to make the playoffs round two final four final stanley cup zero percent chance for the New Jersey Devils so I think it's officially time to blow the team up and at this point while we're waiting for the trade deadline might as well just try to have some fun and just take anything you can get so that's why I was so satisfied with that point in yesterday's matchup against the Capitals because the Capitals are one of the top teams in the East Division and we just need some sort of momentum to go our way because guys I think it goes without saying but uh, against a team like the Islanders who are atop of the East Division on a six-game win Streak, we're gonna have our work cut out for us, and I don't think uh, we're gonna come out uh, winners or anything in that two series matchup against them because uh, let's just face it, we, we had two bad games against the New York Rangers, we got lucky against the Boston Bruins. Now, before you say Trey, what do you mean by luck? We won the game one to nothing, we shut them out. Well, keep in mind, the Boston Bruins had 40 shots on goal, so uh, Wedgwood was just really, really, really good that game, so Wedgwood made us look good but albeit it was an upset and upsets are upsets for a reason because it means that we were not supposed to win that game. So overall, just an upset victory over uh, the Boston Bruins, but I'll take it. And then obviously we only get one point in the last matchup against the Capitals since we took it to OT, but we did let up uh, four goals and we can't do that against the Islanders. So uh, we're we're going to have our work cut out for us and we, we just need some sort of momentum We need some sort of energy plug and we just need some sort of luck in order to just maybe get one of those games Or maybe even just get one point. That's all I'm looking for at this point So uh, when we're playing against uh, these top teams like the Islanders or uh, the Capitals, whatever the case might be I just expect for us to just get a point so that way we could just uh try to improve and not finish dead last that's all i'm saying because everyone said we were finish dead last but i said best comes the best for the new jersey devils Uh, They could finish fifth in division. So I said they wouldn't make the playoffs, but I said they could possibly finish fifth in division and finish a few spots higher than what people projected them to finish. So uh, the Athletics says we still have a 1% chance to get it. Well, I've seen crazier things happen. I say that a lot on the show, but it's true. So unless that hits 0% chance, then I I think it's possible that we can uh, get that fifth position. But a lot of things are going to have to go in our favor because like I told you guys, shortened season doesn't really help us too much. And We're pretty much uh, halfway done. Well, not exactly halfway done. We're about 40% done with the season, but it's getting up there. So we're almost halfway done with the season and... Uh, just think of it like that. Think about the amount of games that we've been playing in a row. So it seems like every two games goes by, like once two games hits, then we're pretty much, uh, you know, there at the halfway point. So we're we're, we're we're creeping up there, guys, just giving you some reference. So time is not on our side in this case, but albeit, you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Holtz mercer and foot coming to the show and trying to help the new jersey devils with their rebuild that's what i'm looking forward to so the future is bright for new jersey we've made a few uh steps in the right direction we found a few diamonds in the rough but Uh, you know, like I said, I don't think it's our season. We thought it was, but just too many factors went against us, especially the biggest factor that we couldn't plan for, which was the COVID outbreak and a quick suspension of our season once again, but that happens. Just ask the runner ups of last year's Stanley cup finals, uh, the Dallas stars, who also had a COVID outbreak and they were never the same. I think at one point they lost nine of uh, 10 games at one point. So, you know, just giving you guys some reference that it could happen to anyone. And it's not just a New Jersey Devils thing. But anyway, enough of that. We have to switch subjects. But before we do, I think it's time for the first live read this morning. And it comes from Built Bar. And also speaking of Built Bar, go to their website and vote for your favorite flavor. Because obviously with College March Madness approaching fast and pretty much the seating almost intact, Uh, built bar is doing a promotional thing where fans can vote for their favorite flavor so go onto their website and just vote 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 your favorite flavor because i I love all the flavors of built bar and i need to give you guys some more information as to what you would be eating before you go and vote so let's take it away built bars are super healthy and they are just a great go-to snack when you're going to the gym going to school going to work whatever the case might be the improved built bar is even more delicious they have 18 amazing new flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, barcia, lemon, almond, cheesecake, carrot cake, apple, almond crisp. This stuff is delicious. I have a few of these before I go to class, before I go to the gym, and they are super healthy. You guys are going to love them. They have 12 original flavors that you guys need to check out, so the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, wait a minute, it has both of those factors? It sounds like an Unhealthy snack to me. That is not true. Built Bars are healthy. It is great for the health conscious guy. And you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. So the bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. Great for the keto diet. You, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Bill Bar has reset the promo code for this relaunch. So go to billbar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON20 and you'll get 20% off of your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON20 for 20% off. At BuiltBar.com. So you guys might remember this episode, but remember on New Year's Day when I brought Craig Custance into the show. If you need some more background information as to who Craig Custance is, he is a former ESPN reporter and he covered hockey, which is a sport that's not really covered by ESPN too often but we have some breaking news coming from the nhl and the espn organization it appears the nhl has reached a deal in place with espn for a seven-year broadcasting deal According to Sportsnet's Chris Johnston, there hasn't been any official word from the NHL, but there's sources saying that ESPN is on board to sign that seven-year deal as part of the league's new U.S. media rights. So remember, guys. Uh, unfortunately, NBC Sports is closing at the end of this year, so sports like uh, NASCAR, the NHL, they're going to have to find new homes where to broadcast their sports and. I think ESPN is coming into play and is just saying, we'll get your rights, and this would be huge for the NHL because, uh, so the reason I brought up Craig Custance is because obviously former ESPN reporter that covered the sport of hockey, and he told you guys why uh, you don't see hockey on ESPN too often. It's the same situation as to why you won't really see NBC you know, talk about basketball or things of that nature is because... They don't have the rights. It's a rights issue. And I actually learned about this when I was taking a sports broadcasting class. It's because, you know... Uh, uh, The NHL was kind of late to the table when all all these deals were taking place with ESPN like years and years and years ago. Like, guys, I'm talking about like decades ago. So this has been a long time thing for uh, the NHL. And I just believe the NHL deserves some more exposure because the NHL playoffs, those are intense. You can really market off of those. And the NHL, we have colorful personalities. And I think overall what the NHL is just trying to do is they're they're just trying to get more fans to come into uh, the sport of hockey. And not just watch it for the fights. So that's a main issue that uh, hockey and the NHL have just been having in general. Because for someone like me, I didn't get into hockey because of the fights. I got into it because I love the fast pace of the game. It was entertaining to watch. And we need more people like that. And it's one of the reasons why you know, the Seattle Kraken, uh, the new expansion team for the NHL, is just trying to make big moves by hiring people of color, hiring uh, more women, hiring, you know, just all these people to just try to bring more diversity into the sport of hockey. So if you guys know, my mentor for broadcasting, Everfit2, will be the first black hockey play-by-play announcer, and he'll be doing the Seattle Kraken's radio feed. So Overall, that's what Seattle is just trying to do. They're trying to get more people into the sport of hockey, and they also had a deal with the Black Girls Hockey Club organization, uh, I believe, a few weeks ago, and they had a Hatton deal. I really wanted one, but unfortunately, they sold out within minutes. So, you know, those are two uh, uh, organizations that I really, uh, you know, have close ties with, the Seattle Kraken and Black Girls Hockey Club, because it means a lot to me, just a person of color, and just trying to make hockey for everyone. It's one of the reasons why I loved having Curtis Gabriel on on the show is because you know he talked about just being an advocate for LGBTQ rights, Black Lives Matter, Bell Let's Talk, whatever the case might be. So the NHL is more than just fighting everybody. It's just trying to get more people involved and it's just trying to be in overall a nice family kind of thing. So I'm I think ESPN will get a great deal with the NHL and they won't regret doing this deal because Overall, I think uh, the NHL is more than just fights. It's more than just the playoffs. Well, you know, that's a big part. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I feel like um, the NHL is just misunderstood as, in terms of its culture, what it's about, how much fun it can be. I, I would love to get more people in, involved in the sport of hockey. It's why I love talking to Fair Play Detroit and also Tolick Boards, uh, who I just had on the show like a week or two ago. So Overall, for uh, ESPN, I think uh, you would make a great um, you know, bargain, a great investment if you were to get the rights to the NHL. And it, it couldn't hurt because for the NHL, this would give us more exposure. Because like I told you guys, you guys are frustrated when there's a big play in hockey and ESPN is not talking about it. They're not tweeting about it. They're not posting on their Instagram. It's not being retweeted. It's not being shared. Uh, Whatever the case might be it frustrates you guys. It's because well, it's not ESPN's fault They don't have the rights to that. So uh, like I told Craig Custance if ESPN did have the rights for uh, the NHL, you would not stop seeing Patrick Stefan's game-blowing, wide-open, empty net or breakaway being played. You, you just wouldn't because that's one of the biggest blunders in sports, but no one really talks about it outside of the NHL community. So overall, I really hope the reports are true. Like I said, nothing is confirmed, nothing is denied. I'm sure the deal is in play, but reports just got out and I just wanted to talk about it and I bet ESPN will make a great deal with the NHL. Oh man, speaking of bets, I think it's time for the second live read this morning. It comes from betonline.ag. And you guys need to learn more about betting and the Best Bet Online website in the entire market. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule on tabs. So, Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because Bet Online is that awesome. So, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Talent talks about one or more teams. NHL Games of the Week, NBA Players of the Week, whatever comes to mind, they got it. So anything sports, they got you covered, all right? So also visit our good friends at Locked On Bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early, so that way you can place your bets and you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this, this. That a third. Also visit at Bet Online underscore AG and they also have you covered as well. So Bet Online, you online, sportsbooks experts. Get with it and get in the action, everybody. So I gave you guys my personal opinion as to why ESPN should go through with this deal. Like I said, nothing is confirmed, nothing is denied quite yet, but at the same time, I still think it's worth talking about. So uh, overall, let's look more at the facts of this deal. So while financial details haven't been released, uh, Johnston reports that the sports media giant will own half of the league's broadcasting rights. He also adds that ESPN will have exclusive rights to broadcast Four Stanley Cup Finals between 2022 and 2028, as well as streaming rights with Disney. Because remember, Disney owns the rights to ESPN. So if you ever go down to Disney World and you see the ESPN Worldwide Sports Complex, uh, which by the way... Uh, they blatantly stole from ABC, but it doesn't matter. Disney owns ABC as well because ABC's uh worldwide sports complex for any of you uh, football fans or Sunday night football fans, whatever the case might be, Howard Cassell. So yeah, anyway, getting off topic. So uh, yeah, that that's the, the uh, financial stance on the deal, which nothing has been disclosed. And that's not really surprising because uh like like i said they're gonna try to keep that very confidential because i'm sure they don't want competitors to try well i don't know who would try to match that but overall i'm pretty sure they're just trying to keep this hush hush about it but anyway let's talk more about what this could potentially mean for the nhl so espn made massive cuts back in november of 2022 Because with the pandemic and also focusing on direct-to-consumer methods. So, uh, guys, like when you talked about the go woke, go broke kind of thing, I said, no, that's not the case. The reason why ratings are going down for all respective sports is not just, uh, you know, those go woke kind of sports. It's all the sports like, you know, like college basketball, college football uh, golf, whatever the case might be, NASCAR uh, went down a little bit. It's because, you know, it, it, it was the pandemic. There was just too many sports to watch at once. And some sports were competing with other sports that they normally wouldn't compete with. Because I think at one point, the NHL playoffs, the MLB playoffs, and the NBA playoffs, I think they were all playing within the same time frame. Don't quote me on that, but goes to show you. So, Uh, The NHL, they don't really compete with uh, the NBA all that often. I mean, you know, like in in terms of playoffs because uh, the NBA's playoffs is so spread out because they start in like April and they end in June. And, you know, so like it gives the NHL a chance to, you know, get some of their breakage in the action and also they do not compete with the MLB playoffs at all because that happens in the fall but that's when uh, you know the new NHL season would hypothetically start up so you know that's when um, that's what I'm talking about think of the logistics like that they're competing with a sport that they normally wouldn't compete with during that time frame of the season so uh, that's why uh, ESPN's numbers were going down that's why ABC's uh, numbers were going down Uh, All the major platforms that air some sort of sports That's why they were going down because like I told you guys too many sports on at one time can be a very bad thing In terms of just being a consumer, especially with the age of social media where you know if, If I miss a game I could just look at social media and just update it and just be like, okay. Yeah, there we go Yeah, there we go. So, you know things like that Uh, The sports network currently has a streaming service called ESPN Plus, which, interesting fact for you guys, that's how I was watching the Washington Capitals and the New Jersey Devils game. I was watching it on ESPN Plus. So, that was founded back in 2018 and has over 12 million subscribers. So, with Disney having two major streaming services, obviously with Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, this could prove to be a really great opportunity for the NHL to expand their viewership and increase revenue. So, NBC currently has the rights to broadcast games but like we talked about the contract will end this season because NBC sports will no longer be a thing so as a result the NHL was looking to sign a substantial contract with a major network while the NHL was faced with a difficult decision on their next deal everything appears to be in order now that both the league and ESPN will have something in the works so that's really interesting to see and I really hope this deal goes through it looks like it will most likely don't quote me on it but to get the NHL onto ESPN that will be huge for the NHL to get some exposure make a lot of revenue and also it wouldn't be a bad marketing thing as well because like I told you guys ESPN uh is owned by Disney and Disney has another major streaming services called ESPN plus so Uh, Look at what uh, ESPN is sort of doing with uh, the NBA. So Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, who's a major NBA star, he's going to have his own movie on Disney Plus where they're going to be talking about his background life because he's so marketable. And it's very interesting to hear about this foreign guy coming to the NBA and just coming to full fruition as to what he is as a player, going from nothing to something, from being poor to being an MVP There's a lot of stories like that in the NHL. So, think of it like that. So, obviously, uh, there's the Mighty Ducks that's on Disney Plus already. So, hypothetically speaking... Um, that would be really cool to see if maybe Disney Plus can get the rights to a player to maybe do a television show or maybe a movie. It wouldn't be bad marketing either, and it could get more people involved because Disney Plus is a big streaming service right now, and we're seeing a lot more uh, movies go to streaming services as opposed to the theaters, especially during a time of a pandemic because. Uh, that's what, that's what's popular these days. Just streaming services, like cutting the cable, not going to the theater because you could just watch the movie from the comfort of your own home and not have to pay $30 to, not including gas you know you would have to pay for your ticket you have to pay for food things of that nature so overall I think uh this will be a great opportunity for the NHL but let me know what you guys think because that was something I wanted to talk about and since the New Jersey Devils kind of have an off day today and don't play the Islanders until tomorrow or well tonight when this episode goes up I felt like it was an appropriate time to just talk about the deal and update you guys so I I was uh just blown away when I saw the deal and I really think uh this will be great for the NHL like I said because Overall, the NHL is very marketable. It's more than just fights. It's more than just the playoffs. There's a lot of great stories. There's a lot of great personalities. I've had the pleasure to interview some of those personalities. I've had the pleasure to know some of them and just hear their stories as well. Obviously, you know, having Craig Custance on the show and talking about his time with ESPN and covering hockey. Curtis Gabriel on the show talking about being just an advocate for the NHL and being a representation for all NHL players. You know, those are the players and also reporters we could talk about because look at what ESPN is doing with Stephen A. Smith. I'm just saying right there because Stephen A. Smith has his own show, uh, I believe, on ESPN+. Plus. So... Think of it like that. It's great marketing not only to air the games but just to get some side hustle in for uh, the NHL because they, they just rely on the Mighty Ducks at this point and let's face it, the Mighty Ducks aren't really good right now. They're not really marketable and they're not called the Mighty Ducks anymore. They're just called the Ducks. So a lot of people don't really know that, that, you know, Disney was the reason why uh, Anaheim has a, a a hockey team right now or maybe the more casual fan because, you know, Anaheim Ducks and, you know, they think, oh, Mighty Ducks, that's just a play on the, on the Anaheim Ducks. No. Nope, nope, nope. They're just not called the Mighty Ducks anymore. So anyway, that's my opinion. Uh, That's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Uh, Continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Remember, spark plugs for the New Jersey Devils in order to come up successful against the Islanders. But anyway, go Devils, and I will see you guys in the next episode.